Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan Dement will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement from True Podcast. I hope you're having a good day. It's another day that ends in Y. It's Wednesday, number two podcast of the week. How to build wealth and stop struggling with money. It's crazy out there, guys. Inflation is out of control. Gas prices are pretty much through the roof. And we're living paycheck to paycheck, 65% of us. So guess what? Let's not be one of those statistics. Let's get out of debt. Let's start building wealth and putting more money in our pockets. Stay tuned. All right, guys. So we're out of control with gas prices. Inflation is at 7.5%, and more than likely, it's going to go even higher when the numbers come out tomorrow on Thursday. And oh, by the way, the majority of us, 65% in a survey that just came out earlier this week, are living paycheck to paycheck by what's going on with inflation and fuel. So let's not be a statistic and let's start putting money back in our pockets. And most of us want to build wealth, but don't know how to. In this podcast, we're going to outline seven steps that'll help you build wealth, achieve financial success. And these steps are proven principles that have helped many people build their fortunes. The key to all of it is you've got to be willing to put the time and effort in to get yourself to where you need to be. The first step is how to determine your wealth. You've got to look at what do you have coming in and what do you have going out. Everyone's situation is different. There's not one size fits all answer. One way to measure your wealth is by looking at your assets. This includes things like your home, your savings, and your investments. Another way to measure your wealth is by looking at your income. This can be an idea of how much money you have coming in on a regular basis. Another way to look at it is determine your wealth is by looking at your expenses. This can help you see how much money you are spending each month and how much you have left over. It's important to track your expenses so you can identify any areas where you might be able to save. If you're looking for a more specific measure of wealth, there are numerous online calculators out there that can help you. These calculators will take into account factors like your age, your income, and your assets. No matter how you choose to measure it, wealth is an important part of your financial success. By taking the time to determine your wealth, you can set yourself up for a more prosperous future. And that's just very basic, guys, to get started. I mean, it's, it's very easy. You got to know what's coming in and going out. That's called a monthly budget. You got to have that set up. So the seven steps to build wealth. Step number one, have an emergency fund in place. If you don't have a savings account set up and you're spending like you're a sailor in port, it is time to get a emergency fund in place. Minimum that you need to save is $1,000. Better to have three to six months of living expenses 
just in case something happens, you have a financial setback, you have a car repair, a medical bill, something, you're prepared. You don't have to put it on a credit card and pay the bank's extra interest. Because guess what? Unless you're getting a 7.5% increase in your pay every single month or every year, I should say, you're losing money to inflation, one, and two, now you're losing money to the cost of fuel on top of that, which is doubled, for, it's up 40%, and then all the food that's involved in that. You got to remember, inflation excludes the real things that cost us big bucks, food and fuel. Always remember that. That's excluded. So you literally can go look at individual foods like a chicken or beef or lettuce or whatever the case is. Those all have individual line items that will show you how much those individual items have increased over a period of time. If you're struggling to save money, start by setting aside a small amount each month and gradually increase the amount over time. You may want to consider automating your savings so that it's part of your paycheck is automatically deposited into your savings account. This can help with some pain in making sure you get there. The next step, number two, guys, live below your means. It's an old adage. It works. In order to build wealth, you got to stop struggling with money. You need to live below your means. This means that you should spend less than what you earn so you can start putting money away in your savings or invest, as we'll talk down the road. It may be difficult at first, but it'll be worth it in the long run. There are a few tips that you can follow to make this all easier on yourself. Tip number one, live modestly. Don't buy things you don't need or can't afford. And when I say can't afford, you can't pay cash for it. You can use your debit card on practically anything. Actually, anything, because they got Visa and Logo. They have, excuse me, they have a Visa and MasterCard logo. Create a budget and stick to it, guys. Make sure your spending aligns with your goals and values. Be mindful of your expenses. Track where every penny goes so you can identify areas of improvement. Invest in yourself. Education and training can help you get ahead financially. Gets you a better job. Be patient. Building wealth takes time and effort, but it's worth it in the end. Tip number three. Make sure you pay off all high interest debt. So you could be in two camps here. There's the snowball method and the avalanche method. The snowball method involves paying off your smallest debts first, while the avalanche method involves paying off your highest interest debts first. Both, method, excuse me, both methods have their pros and cons, so you'll need to decide which one is best for you. If you're struggling with high interest debt, the avalanche method may be the best option. By focusing on your debts with the highest interest rates, you can save money in the long run. However, this method can be difficult to stick to if you have a large amount of debt. The snowball method is a good option if you need some quick wins to stay motivated. Paying off your smallest debts first can give you a sense of accomplishment, and it may make it easier to stick to your plan when you have a smaller debt load 
and you see those smaller debts being paid off faster. It's the carrot and the stick. It's the reward and the work. You get to see it there and it's right in front of you. Ultimately, the best way to pay off debt is to use a combination of both methods. And I I use that loosely because both methods might not work for you. Stick to one that works for you and finish out paying off your high interest debt. It needs to go, especially in times like this. Number four, step number four, tip number four, increase your annual income. I know, guys, it's one of those things. It's, in, it's not impossible to increase your annual income, but it will take some effort. Seven steps that I can help you get there. But you have to decide which steps are going to work for you. Obtain a higher paying job, start a side hustle, increase your skills in education, negotiate for a raise or a better salary, go back to school and get your degree, decide to change careers. I know that's a tough one, guys, but it can happen. If you have a better runway of earning money in a different career, do it. Last but not least, if you find a business that you can invest in that can start paying you more than what you're making, take a look at that also. But that takes capital. But it's an option because there are some businesses you can get in that don't cost you an arm and a leg to be able to start them. So first off, obtaining a higher paying job. It's the most obvious way to increase your annual income, but it's not always the easiest route. To get started, research what jobs are available. And do they pay more than your current salary? Then brush up on your skills and make sure you're qualified for these jobs. And finally, network with people in the industry to increase your chances of getting hired. If obtaining a higher paying job is not an option, start a side hustle. A side hustle can be a business or a project that you do around your day job. It can be anything from freelance work to starting your own business. The best part of it, you get to choose something that you're interested and passionate about. It'll make, e- it'll make it easier for you to stick to over a long period of time. And it also generates money on the side that you get to add to the bank. Put it right in the savings account. Another way that you can actually get yourself in a better financial place is increase or better your skills in education. Go back to school, switch careers. But if you're happy in your current field, increasing your skills can lead to a promotion and a higher salary. There are many ways to do this, such as taking courses, attending conferences, reading books. And going back to school. I mean, I'm not telling you to go back to school and get student loans because that's just not what I'm trying to say. But if you have an employer that will pay for your education, by all means, go do it. Most of the time, they'll make you stay for a period of time after you graduate, typically one to three years after you graduate. So if you're willing to stay there, 
get a free education and stick around and get better pay and then potentially jump up in the company, do it. Something else that no one, we don't talk about, it seems to be the art of negotiation is gone. And I'm not trying to use that in vain for somebody else. How about negotiating for a raise or better salary? If you feel like you're underpaid, have a discussion with your manager, your supervisor, or your VP or your director, whoever you report to. Be prepared to back up your request with facts and figures. But if you have all the data on how well you're doing and you know that you're in a pay range or a pay scale, that you're at the bottom and you're doing a great job and you've got results, they would be dumb not to, especially in this market. 11.3 million jobs are available right now. Employers are having a hard time keeping people, so they'd want to keep you if you're, if you're a stud or a studette. But at the end of the day, if you're not comfortable doing this, there's other ways to negotiate for better salary. You look for another job or start another or start a business. If if negotiating and going through that process is not something that you like to do, go find another job. Start a business. It works. It truly does. All right, guys, start saving more. It's never too early and it's never too late to start saving for your future. By putting away just a little bit of money each month, you can build up a nice nest egg over time that will help you secure your financial future. Here are some tips on how to start saving more money today. Like I said earlier, make a budget and stick to it. One of the best ways to ensure you have enough money to save is by creating a budget and sticking to it. Be honest with yourself. Be realistic about how much you can afford to put away on a monthly basis and make sure that your spending doesn't exceed your income. As I've said in prior podcasts, live a couple notches below your means. You don't have to go out and chase the Joneses. The Joneses are broke. They're up to their eyeballs in debt. You don't need it. You want to be debt-free so you're putting all your money into the bank and you're cashing it or you're investing it, but you don't want to be paying your creditors and the banks. Automate your savings. I said it before and I'm going to say it again. Another way to make sure you're saving money each month is set up an automated transfer from your payroll account or your checking account to your savings account. This will help you avoid the temptation. It'll put it in the other account and it just stays there. I know I had a hard problem with that. I just started carving out money and just transferred it into my savings account. And I put a blindfold on. There's a few times I wanted to go dip into it because I wanted to buy stuff. But after a period of time, I get used to living on the, the lower amount knowing that it's going into a savings account that I'm just stacking that money away. Am I making any money on it? No, but we can talk about other ways to grow that money. You first have to have a base to work with to grow your money. Cash back spending, guys. And I say cash back, I mean debit card. I have a debit card from Bank of America every time 
I spend money, it rounds it up to the next dollar and it puts it right into my savings account. Bada bing, bada boom. Works great. Sometimes I, I get $25, $30 extra a month. Sometimes uh, it's more than that. It just depends on how much I spend. Find something that works for you, that pays for you or pays you when you're spending. Take advantage of your employer matching programs. If your employer offers a 401k, take advantage of the matching program. Typically, they'll match up to 4 or 5%. So if you're doing 4% and they match 4%, that's 8% being stocked away. And that's pre-tax. So that's before anything else comes out. So you're not being dinged on taxes. You pay the big taxes when you take it out. That's the sucky part. It's free money, guys. And after a year of being in your job, that money is yours. You get to keep it. So it stays there. Take advantage of it. Start a side hustle. We've talked about it. If you're looking for ways to boost your income, consider a side hustle. Maybe you're passionate about being a blogger or you want to do something with computer repairs or you want to do financial coaching or you want to help people get better jobs. I don't know. I'm coming up with different ideas. Right now, you can do this all out of your house. You don't need to be in person to do any of this. So you can come up with anything that you, your heart desires and be able to do it. Dog walking, freelance writing, selling t-shirts online, or creating uh, handmade items and selling them on Etsy or eBay. There's so many things that you can do, guys. You just have to be able to do it and sit down and go for it. But if you don't, you're just missing out on, on a huge opportunity to make extra money and put that money away. You can start saving money today and build wealth for the future by following those simple steps. Start putting away a little bit each month and you'll be on your way to a bright financial future. It works, guys. It's action. You've got to take actions and step forward. It's not always going to be you running. You've got to crawl and then you've got to walk and then you've got to jog and then you can run. It's a lot of damn work to get there but you can do it. Lastly, guys, start investing. The education piece that I talked about earlier in the podcast, you have options of real estate, stock market. A lot of people don't know about this option, self-directed IRA. Everybody talks about a Roth IRA. Well, guess what? A self-directed IRA allows you to direct what you invest in. You get to choose what you invest in. I have one. I use it. I invest in real estate with it. I buy notes with it. I invest in my real estate ventures with it. It's pretty cool because I get to decide what to do, how the terms are set up. But in the end, it's, it's really simple as you negotiate with the person that has the self-directed IRA on how, how much they're going to get in return for their investment, which typically is a loan, and it's a loan against your self-directed IRA, which is very simple and easy. So if they want to invest in like a rental or an Airbnb 
or maybe they want to buy mortgages or they want to start producing notes. They can do all those things. They can buy gold. They can buy silver. They can do all those things. There's a lot of things you can do. I don't know if you can buy cryptocurrency. I'm not, I have not kept up on that, but there are some limitations on self-directed IRAs. I'll put them in the show notes. You can go take a look at the IRA company that I use. I'm not, I'm not pushing them. I have no connection to them. It just gives you a better idea of who they are, what they do, and, and kind of just an overall view of a self-directed IRA. So real estate guys, there's so many things you can do in real estate. You can become a wholesaler. You can buy real estate. You can buy real estate to rent it. You can buy real estate to flip it. You can buy real estate to build new homes on it. You can buy real estate to build multifamily, commercial. In real estate, there's note investing. You can also buy defaulted mortgages. You can buy current mortgages. There's so many things you can actually do in real estate. It's just endless. You just have to decide which niche in real estate you really want to go after. If you can't tell real estate is my thing, I've talked about it. It's, it's what I do. It's how I do it. Doesn't make it. It doesn't make it right for everybody. I'm just telling you from my own experience. The stock market, that one is wide open. I mean, there's so many things you can do there. There's shorting. There's buying traditional mortgages. You, you, you can buy ETFs. REITs are also traded on there. Real estate investment trust funds. There's just so many different things you can do in the stock market. And that's just wide open too. And that would probably be at the bottom of the three. I would probably put it third. Just for the simple fact, it needs a lot more time and effort than what you have to do in the self-directed IRA and real estate. Both real estate and self-directed, excuse me, self-directed IRA, you have to put the time and effort up front. But after that, you can self-manage it. Stock market, you have to watch it pretty much every single day. There are systems out there that you can put in place. I'm all for systems because I do dabble in the stock market and I do have a system I I play with and do I have to deal with it on a daily basis? Yes, but not not as much. I'll link it. I'll tell you guys, it's Vectorvest. Again, I don't have any connection to them. They're not sponsoring this. It's just flat out I like it. It works. I can make money in up markets and down markets. So it's another way to diversify my money. It gives me multi-channels to be able to make money. And I'm not depending just on real estate or my self-directed IRA. I've got another avenue. I typically like to have three or four avenues that I'm investing in that I can get going. That's why I've started the podcast. I started the blog. I'd like to be able to start generating money off of those too. They're not doing it yet, but I've got to still put the time in. So in the end, real estate, stock market, self-directed IRA, you can also invest in another business. Maybe you want to do a franchise business. Maybe you want to start a business from scratch. I mean, those the, there's so many options available for investing. I always say, do your due diligence up front, put your time and effort into it, ask all the tough questions, dig into the numbers, and then make a decision. If it's overwhelming and you're scared, then you're probably on the right path. If it doesn't scare you, then it's not pushing you and it's not moving you in the right direction. So keep that in the back of your mind. If it's not scaring you and it doesn't keep you up, 
at night because you're going to try to do something bigger than what you've ever done before, maybe it's not big enough. And that's kind of where my, my gut check comes in. And that's what I do for myself. All right, guys, that is it for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this topic. I'm going to kind of build out a little bit more on wealth, but I'm also going to build out some more on financial awareness and start talking about more financial success pieces because it's getting harder and harder to keep ourselves above water. We're doggy paddling right now because everything is overly priced because of inflation and other things going on in the world market. And we need to find better ways to protect ourselves and put our hard-earned money in our bank accounts, in our pockets. So stay tuned for those. I hope you guys enjoyed. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy. It is okay to disagree, have conversations. Don't cancel each other out. It's okay to disagree, move on. I'll see you guys on the other side. Have a good one.